0: Come to Success Decoded Experience is a master teacher, even when it's not your own. That's what we believe in. A podcast about startup, entrepreneurship experiences, and loads of learnings from the best entrepreneurs and investors from all across the globe. I am Balaji Rao, your host. Come join this revolution by Startup Monk and learn things that will help you for life. To drop the value bombs today, we have Dheeraj from TAN. D.Rush presently manages angel investment at TAN is the regional director at TAN previously he has founded Kerio, a health and wellness fitness startup and also had founded a lot of startups and has been a serial entrepreneur uh, with three startups in his uh, pocket so he also mentors startups uh, and he has had a very great journey till now and he he is uh, going through it uh, right forward again so hi dheeraj say hi to the audience and let's talk the interesting stuff right away
1: yeah hi bala thank you thank you for introducing me
0: cool so uh, you would love to know your journey till now and how it has been right from your starting of the journey how you have been Founded, uh, how you have founded those startups and how it turned into the investor kind of thing and we would love to know all of that journey from your words
1: yeah sure so my startup journey started in 2015 uh, i was working in corporate sector as a financial analyst that uh, when i realized that uh, i need to do something on my own uh so i came back to my hometown and uh, did some research about the whole startup ecosystem, what is going around in the India and the world. And uh, then I realized uh, what I want to do and uh, I opened my first startup in space. So, in which we catered around 200 schools approximately, uh, but we were not charging anything, right. So, soon we finished all of our funds and uh, couldn't go ahead. and. Uh, uh, we didn't. We didn't even know at that time that how to raise money and what venture capital and all that is about. Uh, so we burned our hands by, uh, you know, burned our hands and this thing. Sent a lot of cold emails to a lot of people. Uh, I, I'd say, waste tries we made. Uh, so after that, I started my e-pharma company in which I raised some 60 lakh rupees. And due to founder clash, we had to close it. Right. Then my first startup, which is Karyo, which actually went pretty well. Uh, we uh, we had to close it because we were doing something. We were just uh, uh, facilitating a service which is already being provided on offline ways and taking it online. Uh, eventually, I started losing my interest in this and I thought uh, I need to figure out a lot of things. Uh, because there was no... Uh, top left in things which we were, we were doing. We were providing actually uh, yoga at home, physiotherapy at home, fitness training at home. Already big players were there and uh, since so many years and they have had, they have made their niche. Uh, we uh, successfully launched uh, Karyo in my hometown, Ludhiana. But okay. when I launched it in Gurgaon, we had to face some issues. Uh, you know, uh, there was not enough cash to burn or we were not willing to burn the cash, right? So, we found that uh, this business model is not uh, scalable until and unless unless you, you know, get your hands dirty in the uh, dirty game of Cash One. So, meanwhile, I got this opportunity from TAN Advisors, the Angel Network. Uh, uh, I have already uh, been associated with TAN because I was uh, getting some mentorship from the founder itself. Uh, and getting this opportunity to uh, working on the other side of the table was quite interesting, and I immediately grabbed it. And uh, so that's it. I'm working with Ten Advisors now.
0: Cool. Uh, you have a lot of things like ups and downs, and a lot, of, a lot of learning curves, and a lot of things. That's cool. And uh, as we have also seen that uh, you have told that uh, you had some founder clashes. So with that experience, can you just uh, give the listeners a glimpse on how should uh, co-founders when they initially start a new venture, how should the co-founders split their equity and how do you see this?
1: There have been instances where even I saw myself in my second startup or saw other people fighting over the percentages, but... Uh, This has been quite a controversial thing in which there is no such uh, simple answer to that. But I believe while splitting equity from the day one, one should keep in mind uh, the amount of work and amount of input they can bring in on the table for the team, for the company which is going to, uh, you know, which is uh, coming into existence. Uh, So, all your points should be very clear, right? Uh, you need to have a good belief with the persons you are starting your journey. Uh, there is no hard and fast rule for that. Uh, so many people claim to come up with rules that uh, people with ideas should have this much percentage. No, it's not like that. It entirely depends upon the amount of input you can uh, uh, give to your organization. And with the mutual consent of the people, you are starting your uh, startup. Does it? Yeah. This is what I believe.
0: Yeah, it's definitely true. And uh, also, with your investment experience, uh, what do you see as the one of the major mistakes that uh, first-time entrepreneurs or founders do uh, at, at their first ventures and uh, what do you think are these mistakes?
1: So I believe most of the mistakes they do are in surrounding to the fundraising, right? Uh, so first is running behind funding instead of focusing more focusing more sales on on user acquisition. Uh, it eats up a lot of time and energy. See every day some new event is happening around the country. When I meet these uh, so many people repetitively in these events, and uh, while having conversation with them or observing them, I realize they need to spend this very time on running behind the customers instead of the founder uh, instead of the uh, investors, right? Mm-hmm. And the second is running behind technology without having worked out on the actual business model, right? This is actually a big blunder, which I did in my second startup where we were wanting to... uh, Actually, this was not the failure factor for my startup, but we realized it later where we spent uh, a lot lot of money on making the uh, app for, you know, online medicines and more orders we were uh, getting on the WhatsApp. So then we realized even if we had gone the lean way, we would still be selling medicines on just WhatsApp, right? Uh, So I believe first you need to figure out how are you going to reach your customers, how you are going to earn money. Uh, Then you should come up with a solid plan uh, regarding your technology. Because technology is just a facilitation, right? It is there to uh, uh, solve your problem which is uh, uh, something which is being uh, done manually now and uh, it is more of a facility but it is, it is not something which entirely runs your business. Right? Uh, and third I believe is reaching out to the investors without studying anything about them. Right? Uh, or uh, we can say unnecessarily cold calling without any homework. Uh, so I say do your homework while approaching someone. Do not send the same email to every investor because uh, in, our, uh, in our digital course we receive hundreds of email and most of them go uh, onto the uh, spam box right if so. a person has not spent some time curating the mail specifically reading about our investment philosophy right mm-hmm. uh this is it these are three mistakes i believe one should definitely work on
0: okay that's great yeah. uh so also the thing is like the product have has to be good it should have a good go-to-market plan Along with that, the timeline is very important, right? The pro- the time at which the product is going into the market, um, I think uh, it's very much important. And uh, uh, if, uh, c- uh, can you with your words tell uh, and uh, say how important is it to have the right time uh, launching the product in the market?
1: So, I believe uh, it's not that, it's not about the time, it's always about the right audience, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so, if KTM uh, has been providing this uh, online payment, uh, online recharge and other services to their customers since a very long time and when the uh, demonetization kicked in, they were able to, you know, uh, Come up with this one and only solution for their customers, when the whole economy was crying over the cash crunch, right? True. So it was it was definitely about the time, but they were they had placed themselves in the mind, uh, in the uh, you know daily life of a customer. They were they were able to place themselves properly. So time definitely played a very big role in that. So I believe consistency is something uh, you should uh, keep on uh, you know solving your customers' problem. Uh, so they'll adapt you easily. Uh, there is not anything about the time, right? True. It's all about the uh, need what you are following for your customer.
0: Mm-hmm. So actually, I remember a thing said that uh, an idea is always uh, applicable, but you have to do it in the right way. So. Uh, that's also one thing that i have seen and uh thing is like the next uh, thing after the uh, the product getting into the market people run for funding so a lot of people spend six months and a lot of time raising funding for their startup so uh, right. uh do, do you really think uh the, the startups require funding, all startups require funding or and also what would be the right time for the startups to approach uh, fund investors and funding and uh, ca- can you just solve out this uh, funding uh, things that startups should definitely take care about?
1: See, uh, entrepreneurship is not a uh, degree or a course where you do something for like 8 months and after 8 months you have to get the exam and uh, you know. You need to be prepared for exam. Uh, it's, it's, it's a whole the whole point of education is about learning. And if you are just focusing on the exam, which is here a uh, just funding part, then I believe you are just wasting your resources and your uh, valuable energy. Right? You should not build your business around getting funded funding. A lot of businesses can easily survive on if they work upon their sales. Right? Instead, they are focusing too much on running behind the investors and not focusing on the sales. Uh, result, what results come to them is they eventually uh, end up trying their funds, even existing funds, right? Sure. And uh, uh, then this is what we did in our first startup. Uh, we uh, placed our product in a very wrong way. We were giving it for free, thinking that some investors would come and, uh, you know, bring us... Uh, uh, on the top, and we'll uh, put money uh, into our pockets, and then that's how we'll be able to survive and make our product more good or uh, move ahead. But we were actually uh, strategizing it wrong. If we would have charge from these 200 schools, uh, let's say, even uh, in, on an average, one school had this uh, thousand students, and we were already uh, serving some around one. Uh, uh, it did lakh to do lakh. Uh, students ko already have serve right and other uh, uh, if we would have thought ki, uh even charging 1 rupee would have made a difference right we would mm-hmm. be earning like uh, 2 lakhs a month right mm-hmm. so i believe uh, you should figure out what exactly and what kind of funds do you need for your business it's not not always the, always about the venture capital
0: so that's a great answer uh, your answer the uh, last three answers are uh, very intuitive and uh, it's really great to uh, have those insights. And uh, uh, with that, uh, let's get to the next one. And uh, you have founded uh, as, as you are a serial entrepreneur, uh, a lot of times at the beginning of the entrepreneurial journey, a lot of failures come, you learn from it and you apply the things that you learn in your uh, successive ventures. So how do you think founders should deal with failures? And what they should see this failure as, and uh, what do you think about a fa- about failures as a whole?
1: So I just say you should know when to move on, right? Do not be an emotional fool when you see things are not going right, right? Instead, take a step back and see where it all went wrong. My mistake was getting on sleeping pills to put myself on bed. Uh, but it had caused me a few serious health issues and now I realize approaching people for little help would have uh, done some good to me, right? Uh, don't be fool to just follow the limelight. Once I got this random call, see, I'm telling you this thing. Once I got this random call from a guy, uh, he was asking about some reviews for his startup. It was just a website, he hadn't done anything uh, beyond the website part. And when I shared my real views with him, he insisted that I am not seeing his big picture and started using uh, these cliché words like uh, going 0 to 1, putting a dent in the universe. Uh, I just finished the call by saying this will actually put a dent in you instead of putting a dent in the universe. Right? Mm-hmm. So this guy was not able to accept that he was bound to fail. right? Because I could see the things and I was trying to convey to him. Uh, <sighs> Again, that emotional part which plays a very big role in, you know, uh, us human beings. Uh, sometimes it leads us to, uh, even we have, uh seen things that this is not going to be, uh, uh, you know, this is not going to happen, but still we uh, waste a lot of resources, time and money onto it. Just by uh, following the emotional path. No, we should not do that. Please know when to quit and take a step back. Just running without realizing your direction is quite harmful actually, right? So relax, focus more on learning and believe me, not all failures are good, but some because some people have started uh, hyping it, following few quotes on these fancy Instagram pages, right? Uh, this should not mean that you should uh, put a tag of failure on yourself, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so when you are dealing with a crisis, you, uh, keep one thing in mind that you have a family to run and make yourself financially independent, which is very important. So, accept the failure, go grab some job and put your mind on some relaxation for some time and think how you can uh, restart. This is it.
0: Cool. It's very much realistic uh, on your part. That's great. And uh, apart from that, uh, a lot of, uh, as you said, like, it's a lot of experience and a lot of things... Going forward and backward. So, uh, in this phase, having a mentor whom we can look forward to uh, is a very important aspect. So, uh, what do you see as the importance of a mentor when you start your own venture? Also, uh, as you are in, uh, have been investing uh, on in different startups. So, how do you see the importance of a mentor? Is uh, both on the investment side as well as uh, as an entrepreneur.
1: Right. So there has been quite an importance in of the mentors in my life. Uh, because uh, founder of uh, Tan Advisors, the engine network in which I'm currently working. When I first met him during my second startup, which is into which was into E Parma. Uh, we were doing good actually, but after a few months, uh, when he saw me in. Uh, uh, you know in a very different state of mind he asked me about my problems and i shared everything uh, he was able to actually judge me and made me realize that either i need to push uh, the other people out of the ship or i needed to jump out of the ship because that ship was sinking right so this is when i realized uh that yes, you need someone to be there to tell you what you are doing. Because uh, anyway, you are stuck in a maze, right? The person who is uh, seeing you from the uh, bird's, uh, bird's eye view, he's able to tell you that you should come out uh, from this way, right? So, this is what happened with me, right? Uh, so, it's all about getting good, uh, uh, you know, uh, advice or good direction from your mentors and uh, you should always trust your gut, but there is no harm in taking advice from the people who have been seniors or who have spent their life working on this particular thing in which you are trying your hand. Right. So I believe mentorship is quite important in an entrepreneur's life. And uh, if you if you ask me about finding a right mentor, one can uh, find it in some industry experts or even your investors can act as an uh, act as a mentor where they can guide you, uh, you know, uh, in some uh, uh, in some uh, parts of your business or uh, by getting you connected with the right people, which are good for your businesses. Right. So this
0: is. it cool cool so we had a lot of discussions and every pinch of it was worth it and uh, all of those advisors were very much realistic and the view was viewpoint has been very much different and uh, we, we just i just love the answers that you have given and uh, uh, i feel so much pleasure to have a discussion like
1: thank this you thank
0: you a lot. thank uh-huh. you cool so uh so with this i think we uh, we are going to understand uh, this, this podcast, and if you have a special line or anything to end with, you can go with that. Uh,
1: so I'll just say, no matter what, just focus on your journey, uh, ignoring the limelight. What is uh, you know uh, uh, being published in the uh, media? So do not follow the or do not follow the limelight, and just focus on your path. Uh, focus on your collection and uh, keep working I will say this so, uh, This is a simple thing this is not some quote this is what I have
0: learned from my journey that's it okay that was really great and uh, bye guys and have a great day if you loved this episode of success decoded we would love for you to subscribe and share it with other fellow entrepreneurs and support them As it doesn't cost you anything extra to subscribe, in return, you won't miss the awesome episodes that are lined up for you. Also, don't forget to join our entrepreneurs community of over 1 million plus entrepreneurs from all across the globe. You can find the link in the show notes below. Until next time, keep hustling, keep getting better. And this is Balaji signing off on Success Decode.